Well, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. We continue the explanation of the Hajj, points of benefit, rituals and rulings. And in this class, inshallah ta'ala, we will talk about the mawaqit. Mawaqit, plural of miqat, which is a point, and this point can be a point of time related to time or a point related to place as to the points related to place the Muslim intending to perform the Hajj or the Umrah must enter the state of Ihram before crossing the points of place before crossing the points of place and these Mawaqeet ruler miqat of place are as follows first dhul hulayfa dhul hulayfa and this is the miqat of the residents of medina and those passing through it it is 435 kilometers of Mecca to the north. And it is the furthest Miqat station from Mecca. It is also known as Abiyaru Ali. It is also known as Abiyaru Ali. The second is Al-Juhfa. The second is Al-Juhfa. This is the Miqat or station of the residents of Syria, Greater Syria and Egypt, Bilad al-Sham wa and also the Maghrib, yani those who are west to Medina and of those of course passing through them. Al-Juhfa is the station of the residents of the Greater Syria, Bilad al-Sham and Egypt as well as of those passing through them. This Al-Juhfa is an old, or was, an old town that was destroyed by flood. And also, a form of fever was inflicted upon this city after the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam invoked Allah to remove this fever from Al-Madina to Al-Juhfa because it was then a land of the Kuffar and this hadith is in Sahih al-Bukhari and it was when it was destroyed and it turned to be not suitable for the pilgrims people took a village located near it called Rabir 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 
as a substitute and this Rabi' is 180 kilometers of Mecca this is therefore the second station the third station or Miqat is Yalamlam is Yalamlam Yalamlam and this is the Miqat of the people of Yemen and countries aligned with it this is Yalamlam this is the Miqat of the people of Yemen and countries aligned with it and for those passing through them and for those passing through them Yalamlam is a valley is a valley which is 92 kilometers off Mecca in the direction of the south this is the third station the fourth station is Qarnul Manazil Qarnul Manazil or Qarn and this is the Miqat of the people of Najd and Attaif area and those passing through them it is also known nowadays as Al-Sayl Al-Kabir which is 75 kilometers of Mecca the fifth station or Miqat or point is that Arq that Arq sorry ذات عرق and this is for the people of the east the people of Iraq Khorasan middle and north of Najd the towns aligned with them as well as for those passing through them This is in fact a valley which is approximately 100 kilometers of Mecca. You can find all of these on the map. This Miqat is a valley which is approximately 100 kilometers of Mecca. Now, those people who are living within the radius of these stations 
those living within the radius of these mawaqit or these stations may assume the ihram, enter the state of ihram from the place in which they live from the place in which they live And the one who, from the people of Mecca, and others who may be in Mecca, their ihram, they enter the state of ihram from Mecca itself, or in Mecca itself. All of this is, all of this was assigned by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as in the hadith of Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him and his father, who said, in the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وقت لأهل المدينة ذا الحليفة fixed ذا الحليفة as the station for the people of Medina and you can find this reference in Al-Bukhari volume 2 hadith 605 and also it is in Sayyid Muslim as well so the Prophet ﷺ fixed ذا الحليفة as the miqat for the people of Medina وَلِأَهْلِ الشَّامِ الْجُحْفَةِ and الْجُحْفَةِ for the people of Sham, greater Syria وَلِأَهْلِ نَجْدٍ قَرْنَ الْمَنَازِلِ and قَرْنَ الْمَنَازِلِ for the people of Najd وَلِأَهْلِ الْيَمَنِ يَلَمْلَمْ and يَلَمْلَمْ for the people of Yemen وَلِأَهْلِ الْيَمَنِ يَلَمْلَمْ يَلَمْلَمْ قال صلى الله عليه وسلم and these stations are for those living at those places and besides them for all those who come through them with the intention of performing Hajj and Umrah then afterwards أهل مكة من مكة and whoever is living within these مواقيت should assume إحرام from where he starts and the people of مكة can assume إحرام from مكة and those who may be present in مكة also can assume إحرام from مكة and this hadith is in Bukhari and in Muslim here if we contemplate this hadith then this hadith denotes a great miracle for the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam. Those places were assigned by the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam before these countries 
were opened to Islam before they turned to Islam the greater Syria Egypt most of Yemen the West Iraq he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam assigned them before these countries were before they turned to Islam and this is a sign and a miracle which Allah bestowed upon the Prophet والسلام, indicating that these countries will become Muslim and its people will come for Hajj Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar It is not permissible for anyone intending to perform Hajj or Umrah to cross the Miqat without entering the state of Ihram. And in accordance with the opinion of the majority of the scholars, the one intending Hajj and or Umrah must make Ihram or assume the state of Ihram from the first Miqat he or she encounters. Meaning he cannot delay and pass through an original Miqat to go for the next one and this is the opinion of the majority of the scholars and it's therefore precautionary to take such an opinion And the hadith is clear to indicate that if you pass through any of these miqats, then it is correct for you to assume the ihram from the miqat which you will cross first. So for example if you are from the people who come from the from Egypt for example if you pass by 
if you happen to come from the direction of Yemen, then you don't have to go to Al-Juhfa to assume the state of Ihram from the Miqat of Al-Juhfa. You can assume the state of Miqat from Yalamlam station. And for those who are within the those mawaqit in the radius, they assume the ihram from their places. They don't have to go to any of these miqats to assume the state of ihram for hajj and or umrah. Question. If a person intends al Hajj or Umrah or if the Hajj or Umrah is fard upon him meaning he didn't perform any of them before then it's a must that he assumes the state of Ihram however if he already performed the farida that which is fard from Hajj or Umrah and passes by these stations and does not intend Al-Hajj nor Umrah then it is not binding upon him to enter into a state of Ihram However, is it preferable for him to enter the state of Ihram? The answer is yes. This is preferable. Because the Prophet said, the Umrah to the next Umrah, is an expiation for the sins occurring between them and the Hajj which is Mabrur which is free of sin there is no reward to it except Al-Jannah
Now, concerning the mawaqit in terms of time. The mawaqit in terms of time are the months of Hajj. And these are, according to the correct opinion, three, as apparent from the Quran, the month of Shawwal, which is the ten month in the Islamic calendar. The second is Dhul Qa'da, which is the twelfth month. And now we are in Dhul Qa'da. And Dhul Hijjah, the eleventh and the twelfth. The tenth, eleventh and the twelfth, yes. Is it permissible, question, is it permissible for the person to assume Hajj before the station of place or the station of time? And is it permissible for him to assume the state of ihram for Umrah before the stations of time. The answer, it is not permissible for him to assume the state of ihram before the timing or before in a place which is before a miqat of place so if he assumes the ihram for hajj before the entrance of the tenth month of Shawwal, for example, then his ihram is a umrah, not a hajj. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated, al-hajj ashhurun ma'lumat, as in Surah Al-Baqarah 2, 197, The Hajj is well known months. And as you see in the translation of the meaning here, the tenth month, the eleventh month, and the first ten days of the twelfth month of the of the Hujjah of the Hujjah. And this is one opinion. And the correct opinion is the three months complete, the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth.
So this person in our case assumed ihram before the entrance of the month of Hajj. So his ihram becomes Umrah. This is like the person if he performs Salat al-Dhuhr before the sun moves from the zenith, then his Salah is optional. Or it is not correct. Some opinion is that his ihram is considered but it is detested. The same applies concerning the time stations. So therefore the second opinion is it is detested to assume ihram before the miqat. However, if he assumes the ihram, it is correct. Let's give an example. A person from the people of Medina assumes ihram in Medina itself, in the same city, before the miqat of the Hulayfa. This is makruh, detested, but it's correct. And this is the opinion of the majority of the scholars. The correct opinion, however, the, per the preponderating opinion, however, is that the appearance of the Quran, the Hajj, is well known months, is that the Hajj is not valid except in these months and therefore his hajj turns into umrah as to the time station if he assumes that before If he assumes, I'm sorry, as to the uh, physical stations, if he assumes the ihram before arriving at the miqat, then it is detested. But it, does, it is not praiseworthy, but his hajj or umrah would be valid. And you have heard so many times now the term ihram, assuming ihram. Some people think that ihram means putting the clothes of ihram, but it is not. It is the intention to enter the state, the ritual itself. 
So for example, detested meaning makruh. So, anyone in Medina, for example, if he takes a bath and puts on the clothes of ihram, but does not initiate the intention to enter the ritual except in the miqat of the hulayfa, then he didn't do anything wrong. Because the ihram, assuming the ihram for hajj, which means intention to enter the state of hajj, occurred at the miqat. What about a person, case, who may not pass by any of these mawaqit, His, his path does not pass by any of these mawaqit. Then he takes what is aligned with them. He takes any miqat that is alongside, that is aligned with it. He takes what is aligned with the closest miqat that he may pass alongside. This is apparent if he is on land. This is no problem. What about if he is flying? As many nowadays. Now I will tell you something. But don't rush to conclusion. Is if he is flying, also he takes what's aligned with his flight path. Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah quote, stated, quote, remember quote, that it's not permissible for anyone who is in a plane, quote, to assume ihram or delay the ihram until he arrives. Rather, he must make ihram in the plane if he goes alongside one of the stations on his path. Sheikh al-Islam, were there planes at the time of Sheikh al-Islam? Question. Were there aeroplanes? <laughs> no. What about the rest? Silent. Still, what about the rest? Or, uh, or you may be doubting this okay camels and mules and okay five he was doing it by analogy well 
close to. But listen here. He mentioned when he spoke about the magicians and people working with jinn who lie to people and who say that the angels take us to Mecca in one day and we go to Arafah in one day and we make Hajj and return in one day (laughs) he said those people are wrong because the shayateen the devils of jinn look passes takes them above the miqat and they don't assume ihram this is what he said when they pass by or above it alongside it and this is like the plane in our times quote and of quote this is what our shaykh rahimahullah phrased it when he spoke about the al-muhadha uh, aligning or alongside assuming ihram if one passes by one of the miqats while in a plane is that clear now inshallah This brings the end of this uh, important subject on the stations, the mawaqit in terms of time and the mawaqit in terms of uh, places. Now, alhamdulillah rabbil alameen, wa sallallahu ala nabiyya Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.